This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Warm Up Program. Al Duke's here with Stilo, Eddie Scazzeri. It's a Diwali, so uh, no uh, alternate side parking rules in effect if uh, you're coming into the city. Great. So me circling for a Tuesday-Friday spot at 1 o'clock this morning was not needed. Uh, not needed. No. no you got to follow. This is what I do. I follow uh, the, the alternate side parking on Twitter. I do as well. And then in the morning before I leave for work, I normally will take yeah. a shot at it. See, but I, you're in, you have a routine. I got a routine. You know, I am in and out of here yeah. occasionally, so I don't, sometimes ru- I don't think to look. I'm a routine guy. You're not routine guy because of your situation. Yeah, no, my routine is that I don't have a routine. Right, because <laughs> yesterday you uh, you did an NFL, uh, the Sunday Drive. Sunday Drive. Well, S&Y last With night. With Bill Lakis. Bill Lakis and Steve Torrey. <laughs> and yeah. Steve Torrey. Bill Lakis. Steve and I, Steve and I, you know, basically cross at each other in the halls like we're at let's not even talk about the Yankees it's just it is what it is oh you guys are Yankee gonna, fans yeah oh yeah big time is that the Steve Torrey from May, Mike and the Mad Dog yeah back? oh okay yeah. he's he's I think the program director for Dog's Channel over there and he's hosting the Bill with Bill Lakis Bill Lekas. Bill yeah. Lekas. Torrey's been doing the Sunday Drive on NFL Radio for I want to say about 15 years or so now that's that, that yeah we've talked about this in the past like I love the concept of but they've ruined it with commercials. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. It's a paid service. Why are you running commercials? Pot up a game. It's funny you say that. You take a break. Because Dog loves to kill Tori like on a Monday. Be like, hey, I tuned in for you know five minutes and I throw to a field goal and a Raider. I do a bad dog yeah. impression. And he's, his point is like, why are you, you going to put on a game just to put on a game? Like, yeah. let me give me something interesting. Yes. No, no. See, he's he's the opposite take of what you just said. No, but but he doesn't want commercials. Um, I'm sure. No, I think he revels and he wants to hear Tori have to like vamp, basically. Okay, and, you even know, that. Tap, tap dance up Let's there. Let's go. Do but something. be fair. Be fair. Because they go to you and you have to go 100 miles an hour because for whatever minutes, reason, yeah. they're timing updates on Correct. that station. Yes. Why? Yes. Well, I don't know. That's the music bed. I'm just like, <laughs> it does. I'm so it far is. behind. I'm like, what did Celia I know. say? I know. I, you know what? It's funny. I, I've waited for someone to come to me and basically like criticize me for that. It'd be yeah. like, listen, we got to change this because some, some, especially early in the season when there are no buys, sometimes you got you know thirteen games in a day, and I'm like racing through all these numbers and stats and everything. Isn't Eric Spitz in charge over there? Uh to some extent, Wh- who's yes. in charge of that channel? Uh, Steve with the letter. channel, yeah. Uh, Nick Pavlatos, I believe. Oh yeah, we're I'm really ready. going deep in the woods here, <laughs> deep <laughs> right. in the weeds. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. let's talk about. But the real quick, just yeah. to sum it up, on TV. People are they. You don't have to speak. They're watching on the radio. If they're not in the game broadcast, they're on. They got to say something. Yeah, you do have to. Speak. So be fair. You do have to speak. Yeah. All right. The Giants fourth straight win. 
They're now six and one. Unreal. Beating the Jaguars twenty three seventeen. And that was a game yesterday where if you believe in hey, the spread's talking to me. Yeah. Vegas was dying for you to take the Giants. Dying for it. And they won. Outright. Right. They right. They that was discussed here on Boomer and Geo, especially Yousef. later in the week. And it's sure. just like it just was was weird. Like how could they possibly be three point underdogs? Yeah. They're five and they're five and one and the Jags are whatever they were, two and four. But they know? won. And they did. But and it took another strong fourth quarter to get it done. That's right. So what will you tweeted something about Daniel Jones having like this? I forget the words you used for his performance. I said he it was an outstanding effort. Let it was a ball, ballsy performance. Ball, what I said, ballsy performance. Low. I want to see exactly what you said. I can tell you. Pull it up here. My phone would stop freezing. All right. The effort from Daniel Jones again today. Yeah. Outstanding. Correct. Ballsy performance with very little help. Right. Did you watch this game from start to finish? And that's not me trying to be a jerk. No, no, no. I watched watched both the Giants and the Jets start to finish in real time with all the the commercials and all the slow stuff. Okay. So the Giants... Other than Saquon Barkley, could you even name someone? No. That's, right, exactly. Okay. Nope. And they had how many drops yesterday? Uh, a couple. I think five. Five drops. And Barkley's numbers into the fourth quarter were? Not great. Correct. So the quarterback, again, did not turn the football over, overcame the drops. You First quarterback in giant history to throw for 200 and run for 100 in a game. That's well, because they had Eli Couple Manning key, for 100 years. That is fair. They have not had a lot of running quarterbacks. But still, it's a lot of years of giant football. I believe the first giant quarterback to forget the passing rush for 100 yards since like the, I don't know, 60s or 40s. I forget. They said it last night on SMY. I forget the year. Right? Making plays with his legs, picking up third downs, overcoming the drops, leading another fourth quarter comeback, game-winning drive. I mean, this is a guy who people were ready to send out to pasture, right? Right. So we got to give credit now. They're six and one. He's he's taking care of the ball. He's winning games without a lot of help offensively. They had the the rookie tight end goes out with the eye injury, Bellinger. So Wondell Robinson looks like a player. They got him back the last couple of weeks from injury. But there's not my point is there there's not a lot of upper echelon talent on the personnel side offensively, and they're six and one. Yeah, no, I don't I, I you're not you don't get lucky to get to six and one. There's always I mean, luck there's around luck the involved way, because but, they've won how many close games this year right. that we've seen them lose in the last five years. Right, but and yesterday's are, another example. The Jaguars are at the end a yard away from winning the game, and then literally. it's over. Right? Yeah. I guess you know you were correct in in I, I guess the way I was looking at it, like I hate to see, I just don't like a quarterback, and maybe he has no choice at this point. Who's dropping back running all the time? Like when your quarterback runs for a hundred yards, he's that not sucks. running all the time though. Didn't he attempt thirty passes yesterday? Yeah, I'm just saying he ran for a hundred yards. Yeah, you're running a lot. Okay, other do you kill Lamar Jackson when he runs for a hundred yards? No, no, no. But I feel like Daniel Jones is injury prone. He has been. He has been so far this year. He's not right. But how many t- games? Are, like we're we're seven games into a seventeen game season, I and he's running for a hundred yards. The a guy's game. also Still. playing for his NFL career yeah. or a job next year, wherever it might be. His contract is up. The Giants did not pick up his option. Could they slap him with the franchise tag? Sure, but with their salary cap situation, that probably doesn't make a lot of sense. So whether it's with the whether it's for the Giants or one of, one of thirty one other teams or however many are going to be looking for quarterbacks in the off season, he right now is basically on a job interview, right? Yeah, 
And I'm for He's him, auditioning. I'm for him staying with the Giants because what what are they going to do? What else? I, are you well, that's do? the that's the rub. As great as this is, where, where do they go from here? You're going to say, well, what else are they going to do? Fair, but if they commit to him long term, it's going to cost them a large amount of money. And he does. And they're still going to be rebuilding this roster, even no matter where this season goes. He does look like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. And right? and his and his skill set, in quotes, has I don't think anyone's ever really argued with that, especially if you watched him as a rookie in Pat Shermer's offense when he was whew, throwing the ball down the field left and right, a million turnovers, they weren't very good as a team, but you were like, All right, guy could run, he can throw the ball down the field, a big body, he can take a hit. Now he ended up dealing with some injuries and playing anemic offense the last few years. Jason Garrett probably takes some of the blame for that. It's in there. Yeah, I mean, so they he, needed a coaching staff to come along and get it out of him. Right now, that's what's happening. Right, that is working. Yeah. I guess it's just like early, and again, it's because they, they do all their stuff in the fourth quarter, right? So it's like when they had 13 points yeah. at like the half. I Listen, like, it is, is not this? always pretty. But again, I, I and people are going to say, well, when you're the quarterback, when you make big money, you've got to lift the guys around. True, but he hasn't gotten the big money yet. And they strip this roster down to studs in some spots. Kenny Galladay is a zero and not playing. Kadarius Toney is, you know, on a milk card and hasn't played. Wandale Robinson's a rookie. They just got back last week from injury. The rookie tight end goes out hurt yesterday. You got guys dropping passes left and right. Guys, you know, are basically practice squad players. And they found a way. They had a nice catch on the first touchdown on the first drive. Slayton, yeah. He almost dropped it if yeah, you watch yeah. closely, but he yeah, did. Yeah, that was a tough. It was a tough. tough it was catch. yes. That if he, if if he dropped if that ball was not completed, you're not. Saying, oh my God! How could he drop it? Like Mike Evans for the Bucks yesterday. Did you see that early that in the game? Wide open, bobbled, dropped. Basically picked it up and threw it, <laughs> and, the, and the and the Bucks never scored a touchdown. Go figure. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, so uh, yeah, no, yeah, that when they first got the ball and went right down, scored it was I was a pretty drive. Sure, I was feeling good about the Giants, yeah. and I still am feeling good about. Well, the Well, how Giants. could you not? They're six and one. Yeah, I guess I'm just concerned about a, a run a quarterback running for a hundred yards. Well, uh, listen, I don't think they want to make that you know what they do week in and week out. Now, I will tell you, coming into the game, I figured that they were going to struggle to run the football traditionally, because the Jags, if you looked at their stat, I think they were third against the run, and the only team that had really gashed them was the Eagles, who run it well, and they're undefeated. So you figured, okay, this is really, you can understand why people, how could the Giants be an underdog? Well, they don't have a big-time passing attack. The Jags stopped the run well. They're going to go on the road, and Daniel Jones is going to have to find ways to either win it with his arm or make plays on his own. And I think he did a combination of those two things to get them to the point where all of a sudden they wore Jacksonville down and then Barkley was able to pad the numbers late and they put the game away on the ground. And right. all of a sudden Saquon went from, you know, whatever it was, 12 carries for like 28 yards and the next thing you know he's at 10s whatever he ended up at, north of 100. I did like that uh, even the wide receivers who 
we don't know who they are <laughs> when they would catch the ball or Barkley. They were I hate like when a wide receiver just looking to go down or go out of bounds. They were making moves to try to get some yak. Yeah, to get, yes, yak. Yeah. Uh and Barkley made a lot of cool cuts and Mark Schlaver was in love with Saquon Barkley. Well, I mean, listen, what's not to be in love with My other gosh. than the fact that he didn't that he ended up going out of bounds and they reviewed yes. that play late and the Jags got the ball back. And then the refs did everything they could to extend that drive with roughing the passer calls. And yeah. They had that shot at the end zone, and they're one yard short. Yes. And by the way, we do like a New York Giants turning point here for Giants tickets in the nine o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they send me the, they they text Eddie and I the uh, Giants the turning point. Yeah. The fact that it's not the final play when they stop them from getting into the end zone is strange to me. I mean, I don't know. You could call that maybe play of the game, the turning point. What did they make the turning point? The Jones. Well, I can't say because oh, okay. I don't want right. to give it away. Yeah, you think and someone's I don't locked remember. in right now? Well, I don't remember. I, don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember going. But I used to fight with the uh, turning point of the game every I week last season. Yeah. But well, last season was a lot tougher. There was a lot losing tougher. Yeah, yeah, left yeah. and right. Yeah, beat a little. By the way, so many Giants fans in Jacksonville. That felt like a home game. Well, Florida, New York. I know Jacksonville more, you know, north of northern part of the state. Yeah, I feel like Jacksonville's and it's the Jaguars, dude. I know, but I feel like the, I feel like Jacksonville is real Florida. You know what I mean? Like the real people Florida? in Jacksonville, right. they're are not from retiring Jacksonville. to Jacksonville. Yeah, no they're looking like, at Miami, Tampa. Yes, right. So that was cool. Then. What type of lunatic must you be to get into the pool in Jacksonville, like a swimming pool? Yeah. You're watching the game in a swimming what pool. kind of moron would do something? A like moron. That. <laughs> yeah, that I found strange. Al, before you move on into yeah. the Jets and leave the Giant conversation, yeah. have you looked ahead to I, who the Giants play? I haven't. Is? You have not? No, and I was going to ask you, but I won't put you on the spot in case you didn't oh, know. Oh, I know. Who is it? And it's absolutely going to be a cool game. Eagles? The Giants? Nope. The Giants travel to Seattle oh. to face the fighting Genos and the <laughs> Seahawks. Oh, Who boy. would have thought at the beginning of the season that we would have that one circled and looking forward to Giants-Seahawks late afternoon kick week eight in Seattle? Yeah, That's going to be a fun game. That is going to be a fun game and a cool game Absolutely. indeed. Yes. What else did I write down here? Oh, yeah, the, the Giants, a guy uh, that you mentioned, Daniel Bellinger. Yes. Man, his eye was bleeding. Correct. And they took him to the hospital, and then he made it back into the locker room post game. And I read that it was basically swollen shut. So I'm, I would imagine he's gonna he was gonna see an ophthalmologist today. He got the fingers in the eye. Is yeah, that what right happened? through the face? Yeah, they went. The guy went to t- went to tackle him. Yeah. and he got poked in the eye. Yeah, scary. I thought when I saw he got poked in the eye, normally you go out. Right. Well, the back. blood is like okay. It's, <laughs> it's not your standard eye poke. Oh my here. god. Yeah. Imagine your eye is bleeding. No. No. I'd that's rather not, not good. imagine that. No. No. And the Giants also lost more offensive linemen. Yes. Evan Neal and the other guy whose name I always heard. Ben Bredesen. Yeah. Yeah. But the initial initial reports were those were hopefully not long-term situations. Okay, good. What about this this dude with the eyeball? Uh, I guess that's up to whatever the ophthalmologist has to say. Maybe you have to wear an eye patch this week. Oh, I don't know. That looked very intimidating. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I meant like during the week at oh, the facility. The I don't think it. they would have him active on game day wearing the eye patch. I see. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break here. Let's do a little New York Jets on the other side, and then Boomer and Gia will be here at 6 o'clock.